Um, but now for something completely different. Um, I'm joined on the line by Harry Chan, um, an official ghost net hunter here in Hong Kong. Harry, are you with us? Yeah, I'm with you. Hi, Zafan. Hi, everybody. Hi. Good afternoon from Chinsatui. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, Harry. So, Harry, um, you've become kind of a de facto icon in the hunt. <laughs> the hunt? Can you call it a hunt? Um, the incredible yeah. effort to clean up Thank ghost you. nets in Hong Kong's okay. waters. But um, uh -huh. what are ghost nets and why are they a problem? Okay, a ghost net is... Uh what we call a discarded, lost, abandoned fishing tool, either by the fishermen or even by the public. Okay. And then, Suzanne, Suzanne? Yes, Can I yes. say a few words before we start the please, talk? Please, please. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Harry Chan, 67 years old. Uh, this topic might not be interest to you all, but I think it affects every single one of us, especially uh, as we know that is uh, coronavirus, okay, at the moment. And then I wish everybody health, uh, take care and stay safe. Okay, eight months ago, nobody even paid attention to coronavirus, okay? And even people know they don't care more or less. But however, today, please stay with us and you will see what the impact it does from the ocean debris. Thank you, Suzanne. Yes, no, no problem at all, Harry. I think that's it's a good point to mention that you're, you're, you and those um, those who join you in this incredibly noble effort to clean up ghost nets in Hong Kong waters, um, for the rest of us who didn't even realise that this was a problem, I mean, I think I speak for a lot of people when we tend to think about the pollution in our sea as what we see floating on the top of it. And you're out there um, all the time and you're clearing ghost nets which are often not visible. Is that right? They're often quite, they're under the water. Yeah, the ghost are scattered everywhere. Uh, a lot of them are in the water and then on the coast, in the coastline. And then you can also see some on the beaches. Uh, as you were saying that a lot of people were mentioning a lot of trash, like, such as plastic and other ocean uh, marine trash. However, I, I, I pinpoint on ghost net because uh, we need divers. Uh, to bring up this issue, especially uh, ocean debris, okay, uh, to raise awareness. Yeah. So, so you yourself, how how long have you you're you've been diving for a long time, haven't you? You've been a scuba yeah. diver for a long time. How long have you been diving? I think since 1978. Wow. Which is almost 30 years. Yeah. Gosh. Um, yeah, almost 40 years since 1978. Uh, uh, Holy <laughs> figures to me, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. I was about to say, to you've been younger. diving for longer. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, you okay, sound no very useful. No I wouldn't worry. Um, no, no, but, I wouldn't um, worry. No. But, but, yeah. but what was it that originally spurred your interest or your awareness in the ghost net problem specifically in our waters? Okay. Uh, Ten years ago when uh, I lost my little business, the trading business, but that was okay because I told my wife, it may be time for me to do something that I really enjoy in life and try to find the value of my life as being a diver. And she agreed to it. And I was invited by one of the expats who lives in Hong Kong and told me that, hey, Harry, let's go to clean up the beaches. I said, what? Why should we go to clean up beaches? All oh, the beaches are so clean. He said, come on, Harry, just go, let's go. 
So I went with him into Chima uh, Wan. Do you know Chima Wan? Yes. It's uh, somewhere in TV. Yes, yes. Yeah, Mui Wo, not far from Mui Wo. Mm-hmm. When I arrived, I saw, oh, Jesus, so much trash of all kind of stuff, yeah? And then I started picking up. Then I saw something floating on the water. I said, what the hell are they? So I walked into water and smelled and things. Oh, my God. There's more trash floating on the water or in the water than on the beaches. So I decided to say, being a diver, why don't I go into the water? But unfortunately, uh, a lot of NGO, even WWF, uh, will say, Harry, please do not go to clean up in the water, even though they appreciate what I'm doing. Because mm. it's liability. If I get hurt, then they'll be responsible for it. And I told them, don't worry about it. I'm Harry Chan. If I get hurt, it's my own business. You don't know me. <laughs> so they let me off. <laughs> so you were I'm forced a to be reckoned guy. with. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But what's the problem with these ghost nets? Why why are they so damaging? Okay. I'm sure a lot of people uh, do not realize the serious impact of ghost net, okay? Uh, I'm not going to spend too much time about the impact of uh, ecosystem because uh, a lot of uh, expertise in telling a lot about the ecosystem. Okay, in Hong Kong, I, I try to uh, waste safety awareness. Uh, for a lot of uh, water sport fans in Hong Kong. Because lately I heard people, they, they've been tangled in net while they're doing uh, water skiing and then um, rock fishing, they saw ghost net. Wow, even children, really? Yeah. Yes, even children, when they walk on the, along the beach in shallow water, they told me they know what they are. They call them fishing nets. And yeah. I said, how can you step on it? They say, when they jump off from a kayak or walking along the beach, they step on it. And then uh, some people, they, uh, the pet owners or uh, the pet, sorry, the pet lovers, they told me uh, the pet has been also tangled by the net. You know, while the dog is running on the beach, yeah. Do, do you have a pet? I do have a pet, but he doesn't run on the beach. But yes, I can oh, imagine. They, I can imagine dogs do tend to get into anything on a beach, yeah. right? If they find next, something, yep. Yeah. Next time, keep your eye on your 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 dog mm, if they run mm. on the beach because they go so happy or you know, jumping up, and then suddenly go. Ee! Oh, yeah, gee. gosh. Tangle net, okay? And then, uh, then, then what? Well, let me talk about a little bit more about the ghost nets. Those, uh, those nets that are tangled in the coral, okay, they, they, they do a lot of damages to the coral, which affect the ecosystem. And then, uh, however, the one I'm concentrating is the one I call uh, the deadly silent killer, mm-hmm. which is a spiritual the ghost net because they drift with the currents, okay? Right. And I've been doing a few times, uh, like in Lobster Bay in Saigon, and uh, I saw some uh, net on t- on the surface of water. The size may be just a half the size of the table, but when I dived in, it was as big as, uh, I mean, um, it can be in a, a room, you know, like a 200 square room. Wow. 200 square room. So yeah, it's, just, it's just nets that just are just drifting yeah. in the currents, these huge, yeah, the huge nets. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Um, we have, we do have a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say a lot, I mean, occasionally I have a lot of people, even including myself, while we are diving, we've been tangled in that. Uh, but Josh, and then I, I, I almost got killed a few times while doing the cleanup. Like one time I remember when I was doing a shore and I cleanup, which, uh, which I do without any uh, tank, and then uh, I jumped off a kayak and stepped into one of those fishing traps. Got my leg into it 
but I was calm, so I eventually I got my way out. Luckily, I, 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 I didn't get killed by then because I think mm-hmm. the ocean still need me so far. Okay? <laughs> it spat you back out again, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why my wife got a little bit uh, worried about me. She, she, she said, look, please stop doing all that. I said, I can't. I have to carry on, you know. Don't worry about it. If I go, I gotta go. If I don't go, I'll be here. So, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, and then, but I mean, Harry, this is, it, it's obviously not something you do by yourself, right? Or you definitely shouldn't go. Right, go right, be, right. Be in, be in, well, no diver should go by themselves, right? That's the buddy system. I know that much. Yeah. <laughs> um, Are you um, a diver? Um, I, yes, I, 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 I used to scuba dive a little bit. Yep. But, um, whoa, whoa. Yeah, but I used so, to find I find um, I'm not um, I'm not technically minded, so it didn't. Okay. I love being in the water, but I'm not very uh, good at working out of the equipment that goes with it, which I can imagine would be um, even more stressful if you're having to bring down uh, n- diving knives and things like that to free yeah, those nets. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, how mu- how many nets do you think you've cleared from Hong Kong waters so far? I mean, I think okay. I saw an article that it was like tons, actual actual yeah. metric tons. Uh, let me put it this way, okay, for the last seven years, I've been working with different NGO groups, individual, or any divers, they, they, they saw ghost net. I think, I would say uh, roughly 70 or a bit more metric tons. Oh my goodness, uh, wow. Uh, you, can, you can say that again, so our audience will be surprised, will be shocked, you know. Okay, let me give you one occasion. I did three years ago. I did with one group in Saigon, you know, just uh, opposite islands, opposite uh, the Saigon Pier. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. We did. I did about five or six times. There were many volunteers. Okay, we collect more than I would, if I can remember, more than thirty metric tons. Oh my gosh! Okay, people say, "Hey, Harry." Come on, don't don't bring up all those S something, okay? I say, what do you mean? Because how can you tell it's around 30 tons? Because it's simple. Every time when we gather all the nests and then uh, our organizers will contact the government and they will bring in all the trucks. You know, if you see those big trash trucks on the pier, they can carry up to 500K for each of them, okay? And then we... Each time we can fill up more than 25 to 30 of them. And then they're overweight. The guy tells us, stop putting more in because they are only up to 500. And then if you time three or four times, that's a lot, you know. Wow. And then I know that uh, still a lot of volunteers are doing, doing a lot of pickup, uh, ghost night in Saigon area, just in shallow water without any diving gear. And then um, I've been doing a lot in Lama Island. Uh, there I can, I think I, I pick up about uh, around 10 tons with our different volunteers, again with different NGOs. Some of them, Matt, they are left, they've been left there for a long, long time. Some of the old trawlers, Matt, you know, they're, they're all, uh, tangled with a lot of stuff, you know, so if you add them all up, uh, that's the figure. It must be wow. It must be it must be really difficult. They're not. It's not a sympathetic item to pull out of the water, is it? A huge, it's awesome, it's awesome. you know, a huge but, net. I mean, and and yeah. of course, like you said, a, a lot of them these don't biodegrade, right? A lot of them are made from uh, poly, 
polyester, or, like probably yeah, like plastics, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they don't break down. Um, and as you said, it, it's quite a, it's it's a very, it's dangerous. It's dangerous to go and get them. Would you have any advice to someone who finds one or spots one or comes across one? Um, where where should they go and what should they do? Okay, uh, for the last 12 months, a lot of people were sending me messages. It's so ghost mad. A lot of them even tried to attempt to collect them, and I've been trying to tell them not to do so because it doesn't matter if you're experienced either. And then uh, it's they're very dangerous. Okay, I think the best thing to do is uh, now you can report it to uh, WWF, which uh, they work with uh, AFCD. They have a mm-hmm. website. I'm um, so sorry that if you go into the website of WWF and search for the ghost net. So report the location, the date, even if you can rough size, whatever, and just leave it there. And then uh, the government or WWF will inform people like us, mostly volunteers. And in certain locations, they will ask some con- subcontractor to collect them. Okay? Yes. But however, I have advised the government not to do with the con- subcontractor because they will use a cram. You know, when the cram goes all in the water, right. when they pick up a big piece of ghost net, they might cause even more damages to corals. Mm, I see, and sure. All, yeah, and also they could be taking some of the fishermen fishing tours. We don't want to annoy those fishermen, really. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot of players um, involved and a lot yeah, of safety yeah. issues to consider. Um, yeah. And so, uh, as you said, like you yourself are volunteering doing this, and you're 67 years old, um, yeah. and you've come to this kind of you. You are, I think, you are one of the definitions of an eco warrior here in Hong Kong for the work uh. you're doing. <laughs> um, but but I mean, you came to this, I would say, reasonably uh, late in life, or have you always been ecologically and environmentally minded? I'll be honest with you, I'm, I haven't been until the last seven, eight years. You know, even up today, I can't even uh, say stop or use it on the plastic. I would try to reduce it only. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so if you were, if you know what I mean, I can just try to balance up a little bit. You know. Yeah, but you've you've been awakened to doing a part, and <laughs> yeah, in any yeah. way, I think that's it. It's an important story that it's obviously never too late to change or to make a oh, difference. Never, never. Yeah. yeah, and and ha- Harry, how how often are you diving now for for these nets? Are you going okay, every I week? Sh- do you do it every couple of every time? A couple uh, of times a month? For the last few months, I've been doing maybe twice or three times a month. And then lately, for the past two weeks, because I have received a lot of messages from a, uh, a lot of young divers, they say, Harry, can they join me uh, uh, diving together? And they want to experience about what those that are in the water. So uh, I took them down to the water like the other day. We went to um, Saigon, I mean, not Saigon, near Stanley. Yeah. Uh, water visibility was very poor. Sometimes it go to almost zero, but it was okay because they were with me, and I kept my eyes on them all the time. So uh, we saw some beautiful coral, and on the second dive we took them to another place, it's Mawan, uh, and then we saw some ghost nets. So I let them try uh, to cut this ghost net, and afterward they told me that. Uh, they find out even though it's not their duty as a diver, but they have they feel that it's uh, their responsibility to join us or any other volunteer to protect the ocean. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, and I think you you make a really good point. Everyone can do something, right? If you're right, right. picking up rubbish on a shoreline, or if you're yeah. an experienced, confident diver and can can help to volunteer with some ghost net clearing. But obviously, as you yeah. said, it's not for a novice. It's not for. No. A, it's not a. It's not a. It's not a just a a, a a hobby fun kind of. I don't think you're going to do ghost net clearing tours anytime soon, as lucrative mm. as they might be. But um. <laughs> But I mean, so people people do want to help. You're finding that people are coming to you and asking how they can get involved. Um, and yeah. how can people help? Um, reach out to is as you said, they can you can report okay. ghost nets on the WWF website if you yeah. find one or see one. If you're someone who thinks you know what I'm a I'm a skilled diver, I've done this sort of thing before. Where do those people go? Can they help out? Yeah, they can. I think uh, uh, for the last two years, some of the dive shops, even an individual group, uh, they will organize some underwater cleanup. Well, not necessary for ghost net, but when you go down with them and then you have the, the right body, you will see ghost net and you can try. Yeah, just don't do it if you don't feel comfortable. On the other hand, that's the best way, most powerful, effective way is if you go to see on the Facebook or other networking, if you see some people doing it, they will put on photos or video. The best thing is to either like them or put a few comments because this will spread, help to spread the word not just locally. It will help to spread the word internationally because GhostNet is a serious global issue. Yeah. Right. So it, this isn't just a Hong Kong thing. This is an no, ocean no, no, ecology everywhere. risk everywhere around the world. Yeah. And yeah. In, in, in here in Hong Kong, what do you think needs to happen for us to to uh, look after our ocean ecosystem better? Yeah, what I'm doing now, you know, actually, uh, let me tell you the truth. Uh, there's just too many ghost net or ocean trash. We can never uh, pick them all up. But what we can do is let's work together and raise awareness. And I'm sure the government now aware of the serious problem that goes there beside other marine trash, okay? That's why I'm working with the government. And hopefully we have to find a way to work with the fishermen reps, okay? And then also, um, I actually, I'd be working with some big corporation because, I mean, the big corporation would help a lot to reduce this problem with the product, with the uh, huge purchasing power, they can to go to like country like China, when they buy something, they are able to change the manufacturing way of uh, packaging using something recycling material rather than plastic. Okay? Mm. And with the ghost that I'll be working with the Philippines, I'll be working with China soon when this virus is over because they can use the recycling ghost material to like wave a basket. You know, basket, All right, so you can use these materials. Yeah, you know, you the ghost nets them. don't just end up in a landfill. There are also people innovating to yeah. make something out of them. Cool. Yeah, and then some of the branding in the world, like Prada, Adidas, mm. uh, some of the dive type uh, gear, like uh, for for element, they use some of the recycled material to to, to their products. So, yeah. Gosh. 
Oh, Harry, that's wonderful. Um, yeah. So, um, Harry, thank you very much for joining us today on the One Two Three Show pleasure. on RTHK Radio Three. I'm very, very uh, grateful for everything you're doing. I hope that uh, others join your call to arms and obviously maintain social distancing at the same time. <laughs> and, <Yep>. um, <laughs> and and of course, as I think, um, what you uh, really embody, which is awesome, is that it's never too late to um, never, to make never. a change and do something positive. So, um, thank you for the work you're doing to protect our beautiful oceans here in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your afternoon. See you. Thank you. That was Harry Chan, a ghost nest buster here in Hong Kong, who has been helping to clear up our uh, ghost nets, which are a huge problem in oceans around the world. Um, it was great to speak to him. Heading up to.